Hello, it's Ethan Chapman. Welcome to Clubhouse Conversation. They come from all corners of the world, and they descend on towns everywhere. Burlington, North Carolina, Idaho Falls, Idaho, Lexington, Kentucky, Wilmington, Delaware, Springdale, Arkansas, Papillion, Nebraska, and Kansas City, Missouri. What do all these men have in common? They work together to win. It's time to talk to another Royal on Clubhouse Conversation. And we are so glad you have found us, Royals fans, right here on Clubhouse Conversation, the place where it's all Kansas City Royals all the time. With Davo's Dish during the season, that means post-game recaps of each Royals game, and all year round, we talk to your favorite current and former Royals players. It's Davo, and today I'm excited to be joined by Ethan Chapman who's currently with the Northwest Arkansas Naturals, Texas League, double-A for the Royals. Chapman, a guy who plays the game the right way. The first time you see him play, you'll notice that, and I've seen Ethan play for a couple of years now in person. I've been reading about him since the Royals picked him, of course. In 2012, the 30th round he was taken. So not a ton of fanfare, but Ethan Chapman has persevered, moved his way up through the systems. A fun, fun player to watch. A winning player. A guy that gets on base, wants to score runs, will make the great play on defense, will stand up for his teammates. He embodies what the Royals are. A left-handed hitting speedy outfielder. Ethan Chapman, 2012 Idaho Falls Chuckers Player of the Year. And he joins us now on Clubhouse Conversation to talk about everything, going back to his youth and to today. Ethan, first of all, thanks so much for taking the time to join us. And how are you doing, man? All's good, man. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Absolutely. You're back at uh, Northwest Arkansas again this year. You were there 106 games last year. So how much fun is it being back there uh, in the Texas League and playing with uh, Vance Wilson again? It's good. Uh, Vance is a, a great manager. Uh, he was my manager in uh, high A as well. And uh, this team is just full of talent. We have a bunch of... Uh, veteran guys on the team that have either been in the big league or you know are big league ready so this team should be exciting to watch this year yeah i mean you've played with guys like finnegan this year terrence gore have those guys talked a lot about the world series last year yeah no it's a it's a good you know type of guy to be around you know guys that have that experience being in playoffs and being in the world series because that's where we all want to be so listening to them and hearing from their experiences it's just a, it's a cool thing for us to do have you ever seen somebody as fast as Terrence Gore before? <laughs> oh, probably not. He is uh, definitely in his own class. He's definitely got some wheels on him. Yeah, for sure. And how about you, man? You're flexing your muscles. So first game this year, you hit your third professional home run. It was a second at bat. Now, I saw the video for this, and you got it pretty well, but it looked like the right fielder either tried to deke you there or, or didn't you know see the ball right away. I mean, Did you know it was gone <laughs> off the bat there? Yeah, well, uh, at first, like, I, I knew that I hit it pretty well. And then uh, when I looked at him, because everyone lost the ball, and it was, like, twilight time and no one could see the ball. So I looked at the outfielder to see where how he was going to play it. And I just, I was, like, I couldn't believe it, how he was playing. It looked like he was camped in the middle of the right field. And I was like, there's no way. The wind wasn't blowing that hard. And I was, I was actually kind of embarrassed the first time that I looked at him because I thought I got it better than that. But, uh and then I saw him kind of confused about where to go. So I was like, okay, at least it's over his head. Then I tried to, I was like, it has to be a triple. And then out of the corner of my eye, I saw it land on the berm in the outfield. And I was like, all right, well, I'll take that as well. 
Yeah, exactly. Professional home run number three, number one for the year, man. I love it. And so now I want to know, I mean, your second year there, obviously, starting that in the Springfield, Fayetteville area. What do you do on the rare, you know, off day that you have? I mean, what do you do for fun around there? Is there anything fun to do there in the town or is it just all, you know, movies and hang out and that kind of sh- you know stuff like that? Yeah, it's pretty much movies and hang out. A lot of the guys like to uh, go golfing or fishing and I just have never really been into either one of those. So I, I take advantage to, you know, rest my body, you know, go, go to the movies or uh, handle some stuff from back home. Recently, I had to, you know, do the registration for my car and get my car washed and all that stuff. So just different little, like, house duties that we got to get taken care of that we can't on, you know, game days that I can really take advantage of on off days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, how about the uh, – have you ever made a trip over I, – the shirt I'm wearing right now, I bought at the Gap at the Northwest Arkansas Mall. Have you ever made a trip over there? It's quite the experience. No, I haven't, actually. I've been uh, – so there's a mall in Rogers that I've been to, but I haven't I haven't been to that one that you're talking about. Wow, oh, dude, you, try, you know, try that, and I'm sure, I'm sure you've probably had many a meal at the Waffle House around the around the corner from the stadium, right? Oh yeah, I'm a big I'm a big fan of the Waffle House. Yeah, they definitely take some of my money. <laughs> yeah, well, I come down there a lot, so I love I love that area. Now, have you have you gotten a chance to uh, go to an Arkansas baseball game on an off day? I'm assuming probably not. No, I haven't. But uh, it's a funny story. One pe- one person in the stands actually asked us. If we play good enough, will we be able to play with those guys? <laughs> and I was I was a little confused about what he was referring to, but that's how big Arkansas baseball is in the area, you know. So they see those guys as their professional team, and you know that's just their team that they root for year round. Yeah. Well, now how about I mean, so you've been with the organization a while, you know a lot of the guys up here in KC. How exciting was it for you to watch, you know, the postseason run of the World Series last year for you? Oh, it, it was amazing because, uh, you know, some of my friends, like you said, I've been here since 2012, so the guys that I've known through the minors are starting to make their their big league debuts now. And it's cool just to see you guys that I've played with or that I've grown up around that are finally making it, their dreams come true, and especially on the, the biggest stage that baseball has, you know, in the World Series. It's just it's awesome to see, and I'm proud of those guys. Absolutely. Well, we're going to come back and talk more about 2015, but let's go way back then. Let's start from uh, kind of the beginning for you. So now I read an interview you did somewhere else that said you have videos of yourself hitting off a tee at the age of two. Is that true? (laughs) It is. Uh, My my parents just started videotaping me. I was actually still in a diaper and uh, I was hitting off the tee. My dad just kept on putting on there. And, you know, from what it looks like, it was a pretty decent swing back then. So I don't know why I just picked it up so easily. And, uh, you know, hopefully it just, you know, it's a video that more people can see as I get older. Yeah, totally. Now, was baseball your number one sport growing up then? And then kind of, you mentioned your dad there, but who do you credit most for your baseball development during your childhood? Yeah, baseball was always my first love. I played other sports like basketball and uh, football growing up. And I actually uh, worked probably the hardest at basketball, but it was probably my worst sport. And then, uh, you know, baseball was always just, the number one love and always had my heart but yeah my dad was a huge influence and I always had family and friends that supported me and you know were always out there rooting for me even in you know Saturdays and weekends or whatever when we had you know six seven games in a weekend during travel ball years and you know my parents would take days off to take me to practice or whatever growing up so I've had a lot of people support me and has sacrificed a lot for me to get to where I am now. You mentioned football what position were you in football? Well, I went to a, a small private school, so I, you know, kind of played all different positions. I played quarterback. They had me at safety. I was the punter and the, the kickoff returner and punt returner. Wow, all over the place. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Now, how about growing up then, baseball wise? Did you have a favorite team or player growing up, you know, MLB wise? 
Yeah, well, I grew up uh, 20 minutes away from the Angel Stadium, so I was there in 2002 when they won the World Series. So I, I always just grew up an Angel fan just because of the location, and you know, it was I was always at games there. But um, I was always a, di- a big David Eckstein fan when oh, he was yeah. with the Angels, because you know he was a his similar size or whatever. He's a smaller guy and. He just did everything well. You know, he always worked his tail off and, you know, got the job done. Yeah, he played the game the right way. I remember that about him also. Exactly. Now, what about Rex Hudler? Did you grow up hearing Rex Hudler on the TV broadcast then? I did, yeah. I actually uh, met Rex Hudler in uh, the bo- the press box one time. I forget what year it was in, but it was, uh, you know, it was an honor to meet him. And now that he's with Kansas City, it's just a small world. Have you gotten a chance to talk to him and tell him that at all? No, I actually haven't. He uh, talked to us, I think it was this spring training or last spring training. And uh, I just never got any one-on-one time with him. But, uh, you know, if I do, I'll be sure to bring that one up. Love that guy. Now, you went to Cal State San Bernardino and were a teammate of fellow Royal Aaron Brooks there. So, you know, were you guys pretty tight back in college? And then what was it like playing with him? Yeah, no, he was always uh, such a good guy. You know, he always worked hard and always dominated. You know, even in college years, he always just seemed to get the job done. And he uh, he always continued to always do strikes and you know, always goes seven, eight innings and gets his job done and never walks any guys. So, you know, he's always a good uh, guy to have around. I'm glad he's doing so well with the Royals. And then you set the school's single-season record. You had 60 runs as a freshman. You had 14 home runs. Then your last year of college, you won a West Region Gold Glove. So, I mean, your favorite memories of college baseball other than the individual stuff, you know, as a team and everything? Uh, it's just the the first time that we ever did like traveling and all that, getting used to staying in hotels and you know the the bonds that that you've made in college. You know, a lot of those guys on that team were part of my my groomsmen. You know, they uh, obviously had a good influence on my life, and uh, we stayed close throughout the years. So, you know, just building those relationships is always good. Very cool. College sweetheart, high school sweetheart. Uh, high school sweetheart. I actually met her when I was fourteen. Wow. She was yeah. So. We've known each other for a long time and uh, dated for a long time also. So, and our families have always known each other, so it always just kind of fell into place. Oh, that's great. That's cool. Now, um, so if you weren't playing pro ball right now, you know, what was your major and what would you be doing for work right now, quote-unquote work? I mean, you work now, obviously, but it probably doesn't seem like it, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, uh, my major was business, sports, entertainment, and marketing, and I had a minor in kinesiology. So I always uh, just thought I'd be in sports marketing, you know, a firm, especially being so close to Los Angeles. You know, there's a bunch of marketing firms down there. So I always assumed that's what I would be doing and staying close in sports. But I'm glad that baseball has worked out so far. So, <laughs> yeah. Had you spent any time in the Midwest, by the way, before, you know, you came to the Royals? Is this your first time kind of extended time around here? Yeah, no, I've never really even been out of, like, I was just California, Arizona. You know, I've been to London before, but. You know, within the country, like I haven't gone too far. So this is uh, in pro ball. It's been a great experience for me to be able to travel and see different parts of uh, the country. Yeah, for sure. Now, before we talk about draft day itself, then, so go back to the scouting process. Then, I mean, was there a particular moment where you remember the Royals first seeing you or them showing interest for the first time? Um, well, my my first couple years in college, I had a good first year, and so that's when I knew that some of the interest had started. So. Uh, I just remember doing um, like a, almost like a psych test that the Royals gave us to make sure that we were all mentally okay and, you know, they had nothing to worry about. But uh, and I just remember the, talking with the scout, and I got a video from all the, I guess, like their scouting video that I they gave us to their recruits or whatever you want to call it, their scouts guys. And then uh, 
you know, that's when I knew that they were fairly interested. And then they also drafted Brooks the year before me, so I knew that they were around. I knew that they were uh, took interest in our team and the way that we played. So you know, I was, I'm glad that I ended up with them. They're a good quality organization. So were they the team that you thought was going to draft you? Was, was there anybody else on draft day that you said, well, maybe it'll be somebody else too, or was it pretty much just always the Royals? Um, no, they were they were up there definitely, but I thought uh, Texas was up there. And then uh, the Blue Jays as well. Those are kind of like the big three that were talking to me. And so I, I didn't really have an idea going to it. But like I said, you know, the Royals are a top-class organization, and, and I'm glad it ended up being with them. 2012, 30th round, it happened. You get picked. Where were you at and who was with you? Uh, I was at home, actually. I actually uh, um, stayed home from school that day just to see, make sure that it happened. You know, I didn't want to miss the phone call or anything just in case it, it did happen. And, uh my mom and dad I was at my still at my parents' house, and my mom and dad were there, so it was just us three. Very cool. Now, you start your pro career then with a bang, so you're the player of the year at Idaho Falls in 2012. League leader or near league leader in like eight or nine categories there. Uh, you know, that first summer in Idaho Falls, what sticks out about that, and what was it like being in, in that part of the country? It was awesome. Like, it was definitely different from growing up in Southern California for me, so it was good to have a little change and kind of see how you know people lived over there, but it was just a great experience to go out there, and especially you know having a decent season. It was uh, a good way for me to kind of put my name out there. Being a 30th round draft pick, you know, you don't get too much notice, you know, when you go in. So I'm glad I was able to uh, put up some decent numbers and kind of show them that I could play because I feel like that that season helped me out, you know, further my career. And as they push me forward, you know, they they know that I can make it, I can play, you know. So um, it was just fun to be with those guys and start my professional career because that's something that I've always wanted to do. How were the uh, the lights in Idaho Falls, or in the Pioneer League, I should say? I also hear the lighting's not very good at night. Is there a big difference between AA and, and rookie ball as far as the quality of the lights at the stadiums? Yeah, you know, the, the higher you go, the better, you know, everything that you have, the better amenities, the better people treat you and recognize you. And just like the – because, you know, you're close. You know, a lot of organizations, you're one phone call away from uh, – being in the big league, so they they start to treat you that way. You know, in rookie ball, you know they they you know do the best they can and everything. But obviously, the higher you go, the the better you're treated and the better amenities that you have. 2013, you went higher. You were between Lexington and Wilmington. You got on base at a 3:30 clip. I love that you swiped 32 bases that year. So well, let's start off with uh, with Lexington. You know, that's kind of a, a fairly new Royals affiliate. I guess that was the first year in 2013. What was it like playing there? That was a great city. I loved. Uh, we were right there by the college, and we had a bunch of people always at the games. It was uh, it was nice. The stadium was great, and uh, we had. It was, they were called uh, host families, but they wouldn't actually like stay with them. They're kind of uh, just families that would give us goodie bags or take us out to dinner every once in a while. They had a good uh, support system there, and it was uh, a good thing to be a part of. How many host families have you had? Have you have you actually? I mean, did you have one in rookie ball or anything? No, we uh, we stayed in a, a hotel my first year and then I had an apartment in Lexington and then in Wilmington and double A I've had host family. Oh, okay. So you have had them before then. Now what's what, you know, going back to rookie ball or whatever, or Lexington, what's the worst sleeping conditions you were ever involved in? I hear about guys sometimes sleeping in a bathtub or on chairs. Did you ever have anything like that? Uh, nothing too crazy like that. Obviously the, the road trips are kind of brutal. So on the buses, you know, finding a comfortable spot to sleep in is kind of tough, but, uh, I remember one time, I think the hotel we were supposed to stay at lost our reservation. So I think we all had to stay at uh, a pretty ghetto uh, Motel 6. It was like in the <laughs> middle of nowhere. And, you know, the situation wasn't the best. So, But, you know, that's 
that's minor league baseball, and you know that's why we work so hard to get to the big leagues, you know, so we can have the, the best of the best. But you know, that's just something that we got to go through. Everyone pays their dues. Yeah, and you haven't lived until you stay to get a Motel Six. I've done that before too. <laughs> it's, it's, exactly. it's character building. So now you mentioned Wilmington. How about Wilmington? I always hear that's one of the few Royals affiliates I've never been to. You know, but the the park there is. You know, I hear great things. I hear that's one of the best supported minor league organizations. You know, among or the franchises amongst all of them. What's it like playing in Wilmington? How'd you like that? It was awesome as well. It was just uh, it was good to have a host family and all that because it definitely makes the expenses a little easier to handle with uh, the minor league pay. But, uh, yeah, like you said, they have a great support system. The toughest thing about Wilmington was uh, the drive to the field. My host family was a little over an hour away from the stadium every day. Oh, my gosh. So I was actually not in – I actually lived in Maryland. I didn't live in the state that the stadium was in. So, but everything out there is, you know, the state is so close. So it wasn't too bad of a drive, but it does wear on you, especially – you know, after a long road trip, having to go to the stadium and then go an hour back home when it's in the middle of the, the night, you know. So but that's just, like I said, you pay your dues and, uh, you know, hopefully you get to a point where all that stuff doesn't matter and, you know, you worked hard to get to the big leagues. Wow, two-hour round trip every day. That's nuts. Yeah. Now, how about uh, the spreads in the minor league after the game? You know, are those better at double-A versus rookie ball? What is it more sandwiches type stuff? What do you guys eat down there after the games? Uh, yeah, it gets better, and uh, you know we have clubhouse dues, so those obviously raise up as well. But those our clubbies have always taken care of us. We always have top-notch uh, clubbies throughout the whole organization that I've seen. Guys that I've you know still in contact, I still talk to my rookie ball clubby. You know, guys that I've formed relationships with and that you know I trust and you know respect, and you know hopefully they feel the same about me. But we have we have good meals. You know they take care of us, so it's nothing too too bad you know as, as we get higher like i said everything gets a little bit easier yeah now you're a guy that plays all out you get on base at a pretty good clip you steal some bases uh but in your own words then for somebody who's just read about you seen your name they've never seen you play uh describe what your game's like and what kind of player you are i uh, you know i like to think that i uh i work hard you know i go all out and uh i try to make good catches save my pitchers you know some runs and get on base like you said and score as many runs as possible you know that's kind of the, the way I play and that's why the Royals got me you know because my game has changed over the years from being uh you know more of a run producer and a, to drive guys in in high school and college to now getting on base and letting the the big guys drive me in you know so I've had to adjust and uh, adapt my game as well to to this level and you know to the type of player that I am so I've learned a lot through the years and you know, I feel like I'm starting to understand what type of player I am. What are you hoping to improve on uh, the most here in 2015 and, and during your second go-around there in the Texas League? I just hope to uh, help the team win as much as I can. Like we have, a, like I said earlier, we have a good squad, and I think that we can uh, really do some damage here in the Texas League. And you know, The hardest thing about the minor leagues is that when you have a good team, those guys don't stick around very often because they get promoted or traded or whatever. So usually it's good things because you, know, you want your teammates to move on and get to the big leagues. But, you know, it's it's always hard to win in the minors when guys are taken from your team. But we have a good, solid team, and I think that we can uh, really do well this year. Have you made the uh, three-hour trip up to KC on an off day down there since you've been there or not? No, I haven't. The only time I've been there has uh, when I had the Player of the Year awards ceremony there. And, you know, the Royals really, you know, take care of you in that ceremony. They do it big there. So it was an honor to be there. And uh, that was actually the only time I've actually been around Kansas City. Huh. Well, I guess uh, the last thing I have for you then is, you know, in summary, what would you like to say uh, to all the Royals fans listening right now? 
No, I just appreciate everyone's support, and uh, you know, I know the Royal fans are very loyal, and we saw that in the World Series and how you guys rocked the K. So, you know, just keep it coming, and I uh, appreciate everything. And hopefully, we'll get uh, several Royals fans to come on down there. It's a nice, easy drive to Northwest Arkansas, and it also is to Omaha. Maybe we'll see you up there at some point this season as well. Thank you so much for all your time, man. Uh, you know, continued success to you. Uh, best of luck, and we'll stay in touch and take care. Thank you. I appreciate it. You too.